0: So uh, this week on the podcast, as we were kind of getting ready for um, our (laughs) pre-recording discussion that usually lasts about an hour before we actually really record, um, we kind of settled on today being Ash Wednesday. um, We were kicking around the idea of maybe looking at our favorite um, scripture to use during Ash Wednesday service, and so I think that's where we're going to land today. And so Zach, um, as you um, look at those lectionary readings for um, Ash Wednesday, what uh, comes to mind to you?
1: I really, um, so I use three of them. I build a National Day Service around uh, Joel or Joel, depending on where you went to seminary, uh, Matthew, and then First Peter. And uh, I build with, with poetry, with some liturgy, and then reflections after each uh, reading. And the one that I really, that kind of sticks out to me most often is um, well, not most often, but maybe today, uh, is the is the Gothel, G- Gothel the Gospel of Matthew reading? Uh, it's chapter six, verses one through six and sixteen through twenty-one. And I, I'm not going to read the whole thing to you. I'll just paraphrase and and kind of tell you what I like about it. Um, and it's it's real easy. Uh, it begins with "Be careful that you don't practice your religion in front of people to draw their attention. If you do, you will have no reward from your father who is in heaven." In and that often sticks out to me, not so much the the show religion and, and what is it that we're called to do in this, this season, but it's that be careful. For some reason, that always just resonates uh, in me. And often I think it's because that's all I've heard all of my life is be careful. Be careful what you do. Be careful where you go. Be careful. Don't be careful. Don't play in the street, right? Because uh, I had the propensity to play in the street as a child, um, you know. Um, and, and then as adult, and as an adult, be careful when you drive. Be careful um, who you surround yourself with. Be careful uh, what you take in. Be careful. Be careful. Be careful. It's. It's. We live in a culture now. And I and I see myself doing it with my kids of, oh, be careful. Don't do that. Be careful. Don't do that. Be careful. Don't do that. And, and the scripture resonates with me because I think that's a human nature thing that we've always struggled with, of be careful. And I think from Jesus, to me, this is less of a warning. Uh, be careful. Don't do these things. Don't have show religion, blah, blah, blah. And, and kind of a less of a punitive warning, like be careful, don't do this or else. It's a be careful. Pay attention to who? Who you are, pay attention to what you're doing, um, because it makes a difference, and, and so that really sticks out for me in the season of Lent, especially Ash Wednesday, when we begin to look at what we're going to fast from, uh, or what we're going to add on in a, in a spiritual practice, or whatever it is we do to celebrate this season, be careful, um, and often that translates in my mind to be mindful, be intentional um, because it's important, uh, the things that we do, uh, the choices we make, the practices we take on, the things we, we give up and fast from when we're intentional, they we mean more. It's not just something we do.
0: Yeah. I, you know, I, I I'm like you, I use all of them. Uh, I use all the scriptures in, um, Dash Wednesday service. And the one that kind of really, um, is speaking to me right now is, um, the Psalm 51 reading and, uh, like Zach, I'm not going to read through, um, the reading. I'm going to kind of little talk a little bit about, um, you know, what I get out of it. And it's this idea of seeking God's mercy, um, and recognizing the love that God has for us and, um, and, and recognizing like that we're not perfect and that we've, you know, we've sinned and, um, that God even knows that. I mean, I love that line, um, in verse three "For I know my transgressions and my sin is ever before me, you know, that one, we can't move forward until we recognize our sin and we move forward. Um, and that we have to, um, we have to admit that to Jesus. And, and I, you know, I'm always hesitant about that kind of language in the church because I've been around churches that were like trying to guilt people into, a conversion experience but yet like in order to move forward we need to like um i'll use we'll use 5110 here um created me a clean heart oh god and, and put me in a new and right spirit within me that classic song that, that classic praise song that we all sang in the early 2000s but i think that that's necessary for us to move on and to move forward is to have that um uh, that sureness of, of of restoring and be renewed and and when you think about it, that in the middle of Ash Wednesday service, I mean, that that classic line from dust you were created, from dust you shall return. And, um, you know, what we do in between the dust matters. And, um, you know, like we definitely need to be restored and renewed. And, and I mean, it's just one of my favorite um, Psalms to read. Um, but, like, especially during an Ash Wednesday service, it becomes a powerful prayer of confession, a powerful, um, uh, just a powerful reading when you just sit down and actually, like, work your way through it
1: yeah it, it i i agree all all the way around and i, I want to pull something out that that you said that i think all of these all of the ash wednesday readings lend to is when when we celebrate when we practice when we're intentional about this season of lent it's not about guilt and shame it's not about do this or else you know do these things give these things up or you're not a good christian do these things or or there's no grace you know it, it it's, it's so not about that but so many people throughout history have made it about that have made have, have approached lent have approached really <laughs> anything uh, in the church with with that guilt and shame to do this or else like I said, that's, that's kind of why that be careful resonates with me of be intentional.
0: Um, well, and I, I think that's where in Ash Wednesday, Ash Wednesday gives us our permission to do that. Cause that's really what mm-hmm. the service is about is repentance. And which it is, it really, is. A, it's a great way to start Lent. Like you can't move, like, how are you going to move forward in a Lenten practice if you don't practice repentance? I mean, right.
1: And, and it's, and it's repentance in humility and being yeah. humble, right? Not, not repentance in guilt, not in shame, because that's not really repentance, in my opinion. It's when we come humbly before uh, Christ in these moments to say, I, I'm going to give this up. I'm going to take this on. This is this is who I am, and I want to be intentional in that and to move forward and move, move with that and closer to you. Um, there, that's so much more powerful than I feel guilty and shameful because somebody told me this was wrong and I had to do it right? Mm -hmm. Um, And like you said, there's, there's been far too much trying to have people trying to make people convert to have these moments to do these things all on the surface level. And I don't, that's not what is. That's not what Ash Wednesday is in this uh, idea of, of sacrificing this idea of giving something up, this idea of going without um you know the idea of don't be careful and don't have showy religion uh creating us a a clean heart uh are humbling moments to have on ash wednesday or really any time but especially this season
0: yeah i mean don't you i mean i mean it's hard not to when you hear that song creating a clean heart Mm -hmm. and you almost it's a great song. It's almost like you have to sing that whole song. <laughs> just right. Oh, I'm singing <laughs> in my head right now. <laughs> um, and, and I, you know, I, I want people to realize like Ash Wednesday is a great time. Um, if you're looking for a change, if you're looking for um, an experience to recenter and refocus, I think it's a, it's a good experience. And, mm-hmm. and we may go ahead and just upload this on that on Ash Wednesday just to have a you know, kind of a reference point for people that are looking for something oh. to talk about Ash Wednesday. Um, I, I think it's necessary for us to that idea of repentance and um, fasting, and you know, really working on your connection with God is very important uh, during these 40 days because that's what the journey is about. Um, and I know, I mean, I know people are like tired of hearing about the Lenten journey, but if we do it right, it really becomes a journey of of trying to grow and and really in the 40 days. Um, doing all that we can to m- reconnect with God, because I mean, how often, I mean, you know, how often have we felt like we failed or we feel like we, um, we, you know, we need a change. And I, and mm-hmm. I think that that's, um, it's a huge thing to, to move, to really to move forward on.
1: Right. Well, and I, I think there's something important to remember or note in our church calendar. You know, we talk about this the season of Lent, of a time to come and reconnect with God, uh, reconnect spiritually, reconnect in these ways. We just came out of the Christmas season. L- Advent, Christmas, and and Lent and Easter aren't far away from each other, and I often wish they were. I, I wish Lent and and Easter were in the summer, so that at least we had some time. But I think there's something so important in what you said: of I- I- here we come to reconnect. Here we come to be intentional but we just came out of this big holy season of celebration with Advent and Christmas, and we're doing it over again, right? Just so quickly. But that, I think that's the intentional part, right? Of we look at just the new year, New Year's resolutions, things through January, February. How often do we get to February and we're done? That the hype of the new year is worn off. Christmas isn't much different. That the hype of the season, the excitement of the season wears off quickly. And we head into Lent to be really intentional to then carry us through, um, Matt and I often call it the dog days of summer, (laughs) but carry through the longest season of the year, leading back into Advent, from Pentecost to to Advent, a long time through the summer. But I think it's so important to remember that we need those, those, not constant, but those intentional moments throughout the year to go, oh, okay, here I am the excitement's worn off. What am I left with? And where do I move with that?
0: Well, and I think that that's where, um, the big thing's going to be, um, because they're so close this year because Advent and, and Lent are so close this year. I think you're going to have to be, if, if you're, if you're a pastor, if you're on worship staff or however, you know, however you're, you know, teaching. So when Lent is over between Lent and uh, Advent again, being intentional about making it um, a learning process and journey of, of understanding, like, you know, um, this would be a great year to do, um, you know, spend some time in the Hebrew Bible, spend some time in the new Testament, like, and, and maybe do a Bible reading program in so many days. Um, you know, when I was um, at a church, we did Bible in 90 days and man, like even though it was a, a little bit of a grind, it was a 12 page reading a day of grind, but man, by the end of it, you know summer had blown through because it blew us through summer that was a great way for us to carry through summer and uh i, th- I think it, it made a difference and 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 it was because some of it was because lent and easter were so or sorry lent and advent were so close that they wanted to do something a little bit more intentional about that and i think that that's going to be the next step is um you know if you're if you're in that situation but if you're just a if you're just a normal person listening to this like the question becomes after easter what do you do um, I think that's when you really dive in and, and maybe spend some time, you know, really reading the Gospels and in community with people to to grow your faith. Because I, I think one of the things that we've done, one of the disservices that we've done with Scripture is that we've allowed people just to do it on their own, and and that's not a good way of learning. Is that we, you know, Scripture. I mean, Wesley emphasized this that it needs to be read in community and and being stretched and hearing different perspectives makes a world of difference. And um, I think the season that we're gearing up for post-Easter, I mean, I know it sounds crazy, but we should already be thinking that ahead. If you're not thinking that far ahead, man, you need to start getting there. <laughs> um, and, Advent's
1: around the corner. <laughs> uh, Advent will be here before you know <laughs> um, I
0: I, ex- You should expect a Cokesbury Advent release form uh, by next week. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think if we're intentional about it, we can make this journey and experience uh, even more powerful. Um, even more meaningful and um, utilized in such a way that um, it can make a big, 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 big difference for people as we, as we move forward and in, in our right. lives and journey of faith
1: on it, And I think we have a real big opportunity here to take what we've all learned uh, both as clergy and as lay people in the last year about our faith, about our spirituality, about our practices, about whatever it is, uh, as we, as many of us um, return Uh, to doing some in-person things. And as we begin to see light at the end of that tunnel, uh, to not, to resist that temptation to go backwards, um, to go back to the way it was, to go back to normal. We've talked a lot about that on the podcast, but we have a season, we have a year that we can take everything we've learned in the last year and keep pushing it. Being intentional, like Matt said of, why do we stop after Easter? Why does it slow down? No, let's let's keep that momentum going. And we've we've learned some tools and tricks of of the trade now, where we can possibly do that more and better, with a bigger bigger reach. And so, yeah, I think that's uh, that's where I'd like to land. Just be intentional uh, with with who you are and what you're doing, not only through the season of Lent, but moving uh, past Easter and taking Easter. With you,
0: well, and I and I think that that's the kicker is that the the journey begins with Ash Wednesday, and so may your journey begin. May you may you walk with Christ in such a way that your life does change. And 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 I encourage that during you know during this, um, I think this is a good way to kick off Lent this year. So, Zach, you got anything else? Nope. So we want to encourage you as pitchers and catchers begin to report soon. <laughs> Um, <laughs> one of the greatest that's almost as big a holiday as christmas is for zach and i that's um because for a time being the rockies are undefeated and everything is right with the rim. everything is good Whoa. in the world but we're um, right on
1: track to lose 182 games <laughs> <laughs> 162 hey,
0: games <laughs> you had a 0.1 percent uh, chance of winning uh, there is a chance um, for you to win the world series this year it's 0one point we'll be
1: better than the orioles sorry <laughs> orioles fans so. um,
0: but you know as, as we begin uh, we want to thank you for listening and uh, encourage you to check out our website at beardedtheologians.com and uh, don't forget to like and subscribe to all of our stuff so that way we can stay connected and maybe you can pick up on some random times that we drop podcasts on random days and so Uh, For the Bearded Theologians, I'm Matt Franks. I'm Zach Bechtold. Thanks for checking us out. First, guys, I want you to subscribe and like this video. And push that thumbs up.
1: Thank you for listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share on all social media outlets. You can check out old episodes and more information at beardedtheologians.com. Thanks for checking us out.